back to another episode of the Truth Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Garrett, and I look forward to this message, man. I look forward to speaking to you guys about another truth that's going to tell you where you need to be. Y'all see what I did there, man, throwing a little play on words about my title as well as what I'm talking about and what message I'm bringing. So with that being said, I want to go ahead and start with our topic, mending to your mental or mend to your mental state. Now, what that means is being able to identify what areas you need to work on within your mental state. Now, that might be positive things or negative things. Mending to your mental is not only negative. It can be positive success or positive thinking or optimism. If those are areas that you have present in your life, you need to keep those areas there because that's what's going to bring you to those levels of success and let you sustain those levels of success. It's also very, very important for us to know our limits. Know what brings you down. Know how much more you have to take. Don't let yourself be overwhelmed by the things we go through and not understand what those limits are. You have to be able to understand when you're going to reach those limits. So that way it's not an overflow of just trying to hold something in. Now, when I like to make those or well, make that analogy of knowing your limits, I use the metaphor of locking up your iPhone. When you have your iPhone and you don't know your password, you can put it in a couple of times, which is equivalent to us taking in the stuff that we have going on in our life. Now, then it gets to a point to where it's going to lock you out. <clears throat> it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Whether it's five minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, or um, for an, until you hook it back up to something to try to unlock it again. So when we're unlocking our iPhone, we have a certain amount of times, like I said, to get that password wrong, which is we have a certain amount of times to allow things to come into our life before we reach those limits of shutting down. Now, when we get to those limits, we're going to keep hitting it wrong, keep on obtaining and keep on taking in those things that are going wrong in our life before we shut down. That shutdown is going to be five minutes. That shutdown can be 15 minutes. That shutdown can be half an hour. That shutdown can be for good. And we all understand where that heads and that deep depression that you may have. Now, you need to understand as well what areas as far as being depressed, being anxious, being stressed, being irritable, what areas you need to typically focus on because that's how you're going to find your success. As well as know where these things are deriving from. That means there are certain places that you can go where you can just typically walk in and you can feel that negative energy. And you know that it's going to have a negative output on your life. There's people that you can be around that you're so addicted to, but they're so toxic. It's so hard to be around those people because you don't understand that they are bringing a negative aroma into your life. <clears throat> so you have to be able to understand and know and be able to analyze and decipher what is good and what is bad. You have to be able to look at your life and understand that 
you have things that you have to do. You have places that you have to be. And if you're down and out and you're not even just thinking about certain stuff, then you're going to allow yourself to fall into a dark place. Now, I definitely did that without a doubt. I just continued to let things pile up over and over and over and over again. And me, before I got to where I'm at, I didn't want to take my medication. I thought medication was for losers. Just like my glasses. I hated wearing my glasses. They were dumb. Everybody made fun of me. Four eyes. I know that anybody with any type of glasses heard that at least once in their life. And so when I heard those things, I was down and out. (laughs) I beat myself up. I was like, you know what? I'm not wearing them. I'm, I'm done wearing my glasses or I'm done taking my medication. First of all, anybody who knows what albinism is know that we can't see. We cannot see at all. Like zero, zilch without our glasses. We are legally blind. That is a disability because <laughs> it is just overwhelming for our eyes to be able to focus on some things. So I used to be standing in front of the TV. I used to... Even when playing the game, and I'd be standing directly in front of the screen. Mom used to make jokes like, "Hey, you you basically inside of the game. You got that first <laughs> that first person view because not what you're playing, but you're so close to the TV." And people used to tell me all the time, "Man, I bet you can see the pixels in that thing, can't you? Because you are close. Your nose might as well be touching." Same thing with my phone, man. I have that thing so close to my face. I feel like I'm in social media, not that I'm on social media, but I'm actually in the platform. I'm part of the algorithm and everything. The next thing for us is you have to be able to understand when you need to take that medication, when you need to seek that help, because at the end of the day, like I realized is without those things, man, you're not okay. And you need those things in order for you to set yourself up for success. Those things are not bad. They're not designed to bring you down or make you feel lesser of an individual that you are or make like downgrade you, but it's to help you. All of these things are here to help you. With that being said, it's okay not to be okay. And that's that's powerful. Don't try to hide your feelings, man. Don't try to just cover them up in the hopes that they'll go away. Don't try to isolate yourself, which is another key point. Isolation is truly something tremendous that we see a lot of people going through with some type of mental state that is causing them to be able to not live a functional life because the negativity and the things that they went through or they're going through has caused them to lock themselves away. Just as I mentioned with locking up your iPhone, Boy, I'm going to choke in here. (laughs) Just like locking up your iPhone, you have to be able to understand that you're going to reach those limits that are going to cause you to shut down, which is not a problem. It's not a crime to shut down. It, It is what it is. But that's the difference between isolating yourself and removing yourself. You can remove yourself from a situation only because you know that it's not bringing any good into your life or you can isolate yourself, cutting you off from family, friends, things that really bring you true happiness only because you're afraid of 
your own mental state. Now, my producer, he was telling me about a story after his grandfather passed away, how his family used to do game nights. His family used to do all these fun um, activities, and he, he just didn't want to be a part of it. He was beating himself up. He was causing himself to not be his normal self, not be fun-filled, not be joyful in the things that his family had planned or just in everyday life going through things. He was more of just, on the most part, going through the motions without acknowledging his emotions. He allowed himself to shut himself down and miss out on some things. Now, my last last show, I talked about watching your words and not only saying things that you don't mean, but doing things that you know are not what your intentions are, but your mental state has allowed you to kind of shut down and be inside your own head. I like the, the videos of people where they're like in a dark room, there's nothing surrounding them. And it's supposed to be like a a metaphor for them being locked in their own head. And that's what I imagine a lot of us are like when we get ourselves in those zones where we don't know what to do. We isolate ourselves and we're kind of just locked in the prison in which we call our mind. We're breaking things down in, in our head and not applying them to our life. And I think a lot of us, can understand that because when you're thinking negative, nobody just, well, I'm not going to say nobody. A lot of us just don't sit there and be like, man, I love the feeling that negativity brings. I like thinking negative. Oh, this feels nice. This is like a sensation that I just, I love to be in. And if you are, man, I'm sorry for clearing my throat so much, guys. I know that's probably going to get annoying to you guys, but if you are, then something's, you need to get help pretty quick because you're heading down a path that you do not want to go down but nobody sits there and loves feeling that so we try to talk to ourselves we try to tell ourselves that things are going to be all right you're going to be able to get through this you're going to be able to do this as long as you put your mind to it get out of this funk wake up stand up do something that's going to allow you to cope and it's like our body shuts down it's like it's not going to happen our body is telling us no we're not doing this i'd rather sit here I'd rather be depressed or I'd rather be anxious about something and I'd rather cut myself off from the outside world because that's what makes me feel comfortable. Don't be comfortable being comfortable. Don't allow yourself to get in that space to where you're so depressed or you're so down that you just shut yourself off. And like I said, I do that a lot. I do that more than I probably should. And I'm still working on it today. It's not something that's going to come overnight. It's something that's going to take time. It's something that's going to take patience. And it's something that's going to take persistence. Because if you're not able to get out of that that mode that you've set your your mind to and just that autopilot that you just learned to adapt to, then things are going to really get harder for us. And as long as we continue to let those things pile up into our life, and we just bring them and invite them in, then things are going to tend to get a lot harder for us. And that's what's really the hard part is 
the harder it gets, the easier it is to stay inside our own head. And we need to learn to kind of get away from those type of things. Like I said, man, stop hiding. We cannot run from our emotional struggles. It's not going to go away. You're not going to just keep running and then it's just going to kind of disappear. You ever seen the scary movies where they just try to run and get away or they're doing all the extra stuff, crawling, running against the wall, going inside the place that they know they probably going to get caught. I seen a TikTok the other day of a dude crawling, running away, running into the tables, and he started twerking on the wall and everything to try to give an image of what scary movies actually were and how people acted in those movies. And I think that's how we run away from our emotions is we try to crawl, we try to get away, we try to go over obstacles that we really don't have to go over in hopes that we're going to be able to shake our emotions. Go away. We don't want you here anymore. That's that's what we're basically thinking. And that's not how it works at all. You cannot shake that stuff away. And if you think you can shake it away, then go ahead and try. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and give you advice on something if you think you know the better option to do. If you think that running away is going to allow your emotions to kind of disappear, then try it. Let me know how it goes in the comments. And if it goes well, then I will retract my statements. I will say, oh, I'm sorry, man. You know, I was wrong. If you run away from your problems, they will go away. I had so many things in my life that went on that I will talk about in later shows that it's just something that I try to hide and I try to just push away out my life. Like, all right, man, it's, it's going to go away. I don't have to think about this. I don't have to touch base on it anymore. And then as time goes on, it wraps back around and it comes back around. <clears throat> and it's the same thing. Like I talked about with my producer, he just tried to, or I believe he tried to just lock himself up in the hopes that the, the pain will go away, especially losing a loved one. It's not easy at all, especially when you have such a strong connection with that person. When you lose them, it literally feels like you're suffocating. Like someone has grabbed your lungs and blocked off your airway and you just can't breathe anymore. You don't see the purpose in life. What is all this for? Why am I doing all of this if I don't have this person by my side? Now, when my dad passed away, I was 11 years old. All my brothers that went to school, they had graduated high school, and my dad was there to see all of that. I, he wasn't there for me to see that physically. And I was hurt. It did. It really did hurt me. And so on my graduation, even through high school, that's all I can think about is he's not here. He's seen everyone else. He was able to celebrate with everyone else. But with me, he not by choice, I'm sure <clears throat> he was no longer here. And that hurt me. It really did. It really caused me to go into a dark place that I didn't have any business being in. And that's what I mean by we can't run from those emotional struggles because they're constantly going to be lingering inside of our mind. The next thing for us I is I have is don't resist or push away the help someone tries to give you. All right. So I know for a fact a lot of us don't like to take criticism. 
I don't think anybody really just is like, all right, tell me, give me this criticism. Yes, I love doing things wrong. And if they do, they they probably are really successful because they're able to understand what they're doing wrong. They're glad to make those mistakes because they want to fix they want to fix the areas where they're having those struggles. But typically, we don't want to hear what people have to say about what we're going through, especially when it's our own mental that they're talking about or giving us advice on. I'm sure a lot of you guys don't like to hear me talk about your mental or what you're going through. I know for a fact when I'm having, you know, my own coping methods or my own coping time that listening to other motivational speakers, it's hard to listen to them and allow them to spread their knowledge into my life or allow me to be able to adapt to it. Because honestly, it's not that I don't want to, but I'm not allowing myself to do that. And that's truly hard. Be able to get something or give yourself that time to analyze what criticism you've gotten. And that goes back to my growth mindset show. You have to be able to take that criticism and utilize it. And if you have that criticism, someone recommends you, man, you don't have to be people. If they say, man, go find a coping method, go find something that's going to really bring you a light into your life. Go do it. Don't try to hold off on it. Don't try to create excuses. Oh my goodness, man. I create so many excuses in my life about what I can and cannot do. It is ridiculous. If I was somebody like with this podcast stuff, if I was an agent trying to hire somebody and all I heard them do was making, was making excuses, like, man, no, I don't want to bring you into my agency because or into my circle or my 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 environment if all you're going to do is make excuses on why and why not oh well i can't do this because blah 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 or i can't do this because they said i couldn't do it or i can't do this because i gotta go do this man you better suck that stuff up and go do what you need to do to make that money or to be that person or to make your purpose relevant again or let your light shine through people's lives in order to do that we have to be able to find those coping methods now what do i mean by our coping methods it's different for everybody some people like going to the gym me ah it's a little debatable um (laughs) i need to go to the gym do i or no i need and i want to go but Sometimes my mom, not my mom, <laughs> see, look here. I don't know what my mind, where my mind is going. But sometimes my mind doesn't allow me to do those things. <laughs> that would have been really funny if I was like, sometimes my mom doesn't allow me to do these things. She said, no, don't go to the gym today. You're staying at home. Yeah, I probably would still stay at home because my mom's pretty scary. But anyways, sometimes my mind doesn't allow me to really be able to get up and go do those things. And, you know, that's fine. I'm not saying if you don't go to the gym that you're just going to live a pitiful life. Uh, I can't. I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you that. I know that you probably won't be the, the healthiest in the world if you don't have any type of physical activity in, in your life. But whether or not it does something effective, uh, I'd rather not touch base on that because that is outside of my expertise. And uh, I don't want to give you guys any type of fuel to the fire to where you're like, hey. 
how are we talking about this? And you're going to school for psychology. Um, so <laughs> that's all for you guys to figure out and all for you guys to kind of understand what you you want to do. You can listen to music. That's big for me. I love pitting on music because what I listen to, I found that it really is something that shines throughout your day or throughout your day as well as within your life. So if you're listening to garbage, then you're probably going to have garbage coming through your life. Nine times out of ten, that's what's going to happen. Not saying if you listen to hip hop and rap that, or you listen to what you know, country or whatever the you know, whatever it might be. Not saying if you listen to those things about drinking this, that, and the fourth, then you're going to have just a terrible, horrible life. But to some extent, it's going to feed back out of your life, and it's going to allow you to start becoming a product of what you're listening to. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that it's bad to listen to those things because I not all the time do I want to listen to gospel. I'm not saying that that makes me any less of a Christian than what I am. I'm not a perfect Christian at all. I heard Steve Harvey say something about, you know, I'm what they call a entry level Christian. I'm not saying that my language is amazing all the time. Sometimes I cuss. That is what it is. I try not to, but sometimes it kind of just slips out. And so even on here, I try not to cuss as much as I can. But, you know, sometimes I'll be getting heated in the whole um, presence of everything in in the moment. And so sometimes I can't really handle or really can't control myself and it might slip out. So if it does, I apologize, but I'm not perfect. I can't do things perfect. I will never be perfect. But the good thing about our God is he doesn't ask for us to be perfect. He asks for us to do the best that we can. And if we do things that are not quite, you know, what he's asked, as long as we ask for forgiveness and we're able to be self-aware of what we're doing, then, you know, 10 times out of 10, he's going to be able to forgive you unless you do something that's completely off the wall. I couldn't even think of something that, you know, um, would go against his word so much that you're just not able to be forgiven because our God is a pretty forgiving God. <clears throat> so you can listen to music, listen to gospel, listen to hip hop, whatever it might be, but understand that you're going to become a product, a product of what you listen to. And it may not be clear at the beginning of what and why you're going through this stuff but know that you need to put some type of good energy into your mind and into your body and nowadays not a lot of the the music we listen to is the best stuff in the world some of it has things to do with stuff that we probably should not be doing um not saying that uh I'm going to go too much in detail into like, you know, cause it's your life. Do what you want to do. But some stuff can get us in a lot of trouble. So when we hear people rapping about it or talking about it or singing about it, then we're like, Oh man, you know, they did these things. Then I probably can do these things too. Or they think, Hey, look, if I do these things, God's going to forgive me and everything's going to be all rainbows and sunshine. And no, that's not how that works. Um, if you know, if you knowingly do something in the hopes that God will for just forgive you and, um, accept you back, mm, 
even though he might, because I'm not too sure, I'm not sure at all, actually, what, to what extent he accepts the the apology and forgives you. That's <clears throat> not up to me to determine. But I know there are some type of guidelines that we need to follow and be a prophet of him, because if not, we will reap those benefits, whether it be our life shortened due to us just not being productive. Or if we get to the gates of heaven and he's like, you know, this is your book of judgment. Boom, 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 boom. You did this, 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 this. And you knowingly did this, 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 knowing that it wasn't good and that I would probably forgive you for it. But not to even touch too much base on that, because that can be a whole new show for you guys. And I will be sitting here talking for hours and hours and hours. We got to find our coping method and what it is that brings us that happiness. You can experiment with different coping methods, man, to determine what works best for you. You don't have to just do what I tell you to do, which a lot of you guys probably will take my advice, but not fully because I hear a lot of good motivational speakers give me advice and I kind of like half take their advice and be like, oh, well, for the other half, I'm just going to kind of come up on it with my own. <laughs> but that's not what we need to do at all. If people are giving us advice on something, then we should, you know, take it with a grain of salt for sure. But try your best to experiment with it. See if it works. If it doesn't work, then go back to your old ways. Nobody's watching you through a microscope saying, hey, he he listened to your podcast or he listened to someone's motivational speech and he was or he listened to somebody preach and he was just like, huh, hmm, I'm going to do this. But if I don't like it, I guess I got to keep doing it because I have everybody watching me. So you don't you don't you don't have to experiment, man. See what you like. See what doesn't work. And you're going to come across things that don't work. The likelihood of you trying something for the first time and it just work off bat then or work off rip <laughs> man i'm messing up all the words today but i I love it it's it's truly uh what makes me me the mess ups um but you have to be able to understand that those coping methods some might work some might not it just all depends on you and what your preference is be consistent with your coping oh my goodness this is just something Again, I say something that I do a lot. I say that I want to, you know, like I said, you know, listen to music or I want to read or I want to pray, whatever the coping method might be. But I do it for maybe two, three days and then I get to another hard time and I'm like, man, forget this. I ain't doing this no more. I'm not bump coping. Forget it. I don't want to cope. I, I want to do other things that I probably shouldn't be doing to try to fix the problems in my life, such as. Just ignoring the problems, running away from the problems, or sitting there and isolating myself. That's what I meant by the things that I shouldn't be doing before y'all just go and assume. Asking all them questions, making statements, assuming. <laughs> so do what you need to do in order to cope with the things that you're going through. Because if you don't, they're going to become more present in your life and what you do. So be consistent with it to build that persistence and endurance to better withhold the effects of your emotional overload. You are going to reach those times where you are just overwhelmed 
And so back to the analogy of the locking up your iPhone, this would be the point where it asks you to connect to your iTunes and you got to go through the whole restart process and things like that. That would be our level of reaching a point to where we are emotionally overwhelmed or have that emotional overload. So cope with it. Deal with it. Don't let it run your life. Do not let it just become so present that you don't know how to deal with it anymore. It's getting harder for you to deal with it. It's becoming overwhelming for you. It's becoming something that you don't really know how to grasp. So you either stop fighting or fight wrongfully. And by fighting wrongfully, I mean, go back, running from things, trying to hide from them, blocking it out, hoping that it goes away. Drinking your problems away, smoking your problems away. Eh, it might feel good in the moment, but you should never use those methods in order to cope with what you have going on. Because what you have going on is just going to continue to be there. It's not going to just go away. So learn to cope with your your emotions. Learn to mend to your mental. Allow yourself to analyze and decipher what happened, why it happened, where it came from. Don't isolate yourself, but talk to somebody. If you need to remove yourself, remove yourself from that situation. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're getting overwhelmed, remove yourself. My psychologist or my psychiatrist tells me all the time, he's like, man, if you're going through stuff, if you're getting irritated, take a break. You are hurting yourself by sitting there trying to hope that it's just going to go away because it's not. So learn your limits. Cope with it. Figure out what works best for you. And know that it is okay to not be okay. Thank you guys again for listening in. And the same way I end it every single time. Stay blessed. Do your best. And ignore the rest. Because the only people we are competing against in this race we call life is ourselves. And we don't want to lose ourselves. <laughs> we don't. Man, I need to end this. Go get this water, man. <laughs> but I wanted to say that and I wanted to let you guys know I love you guys so much. I'm so appreciative of everything you guys are doing. I'm so appreciative of uh, you guys just being there for me as I'm growing and as I'm learning how to better my shows to be delivered in a way that you guys are able to understand. So thank you guys. Continue to fight. Continue to go on with your life with a smile on your face. And know that mending to your mental can cause a lot of stress to disappear. Learn to love yourself. Learn to own your own personality and uniqueness and continue to be you. Stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I love you guys. Deuces. Let's go. Let's go.